Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, ooh, lolly, lolly, lollipop. Thinking of you, smoking up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Skyline rockets in flight. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How goes it, Max? Yeah, good. Had a good weekend? Yep. Keeping busy or a bit of a crazy one? Uh, not really busy. Yep. Yeah. Up to much or just... Lays them out. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> sailing got called off. Too windy. Too windy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bugger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but today could have been perfect weather for it. Yeah. Them's the breaks, methinks. <laughs> um, well, we've got uh, a big show, as always, as we do here on Afternoon Delight. Uh, I think we better kick off by checking out what's new on the shelf. What's new, Michigan? It is time for us to go uh, into the box of uh, LCMs. Now, LCMs, not something new. Yeah. Um, they've been around for a while. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you know about LCMs, Max? They're um, puffed rice. Yes. Um, bar things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, puff rice, so breakfast bar kind of things. Yeah. Usually held together with some sort of marshmallow concoction mm-hmm. <laughs> to make them ooey-gooey, sticky, and a sweet treat. But uh, often a, a rice treat. LCMs have bought out oaty puffs. Mm. So I don't know whether they're still uh, rice-based or whether they've converted the uh, the oaty goodness. So uh, let's check out. We've got two different flavors here. There's mango and passion fruit and strawberries and cream. So they are whole grain oats and white rice. So it's still going to have a um, a rice base. But then, oh, okay. So there's pieces of wheat through it, perhaps. Because oh. the puffed rice is what gives it its substance. And then there's... All sorts of things. It's looking more and more like a muesli bar, to be honest. Yeah. So we've got the mango and passion fruit one. What do you notice about it? It doesn't look like an LCM bar. No. It's more compressed. Yeah. It's like it's had the air squeezed out of it. (laughs) And it's got orange and yellow spot things on the top. Yeah. I'm wondering... I'm assuming they are the... Mango and passion fruit flavour pieces. Yeah. They look a bit like, um, what's it, the, what are those things we had that pop in your mouth? 
Not Pop rocks. Pop rocks. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance. My brain's melted at the moment because I'm in the, the the last of my report writing. I've got four reports to finish uh, for my school reports at the moment, and I've been doing it the last oh, couple of weeks now. <laughs> and considering it's three o'clock on a Sunday, they're due tomorrow. I probably uh, th- this is possibly the break that I needed because uh, my eyes are hanging out of my head. So I apologise if some of the words fall out of my face incorrectly today. Uh, so yes, pop rocks, that's the word I was looking for. Um, but they're not through the entire bar, they're just on the top. Yeah. Um, so they're 35% whole grain oat, 16% white rice, and then is it like a honey syrup perhaps? Tapioca starch is what's holding it together. There you go. Oh. Says all natural colours and flavours, but uh, we'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Let's have a bite down on the uh, oaty puff mango and passion fruit. Let me know what you're thinking of that. They aren't as soft as um, the normal LCMs. No. Again, as we said, quite compacted. It's got puffed rice, but because of all the oat pieces in there... It's a lot chewier, like a muesli bar. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it scoring? I'm trying to find the the magic sugar star rating thing, but I can't find it anywhere. Um, it's saying per 100 grams you're getting 19 grams of sugar, which possibly you'd expect with the um, syrup holding it all together. Are you getting a mango passion fruit flavour from it? No. Just oats. Mmm. Can definitely taste the oats. Yep. I'll try and eat an upside down, see if that helps. No. It, it just tastes like a very plain muesli bar. Yeah. In that um, it's quite grainy. Yep. Um, maybe I should have pulled some of the, uh, the flavour off to eat separately. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that? No, not really. Okay. Let's see if the strawberries and cream does us any better. So, uh, mango passion fruit, the packaging looks very similar. The bar, well, the box has an orange streak through it, but the actual um, packaging of the LCM bar, would you be able to tell them apart? Um, Because it's blue packaging. Not by the front, but maybe on the back. Written on the back, perhaps? Yeah. Could have done a a mix and mash session there. But again, yeah, compressed into a bar, looking like it's had all the life sucked out of it. Does it actually say on the single pack? Mango and passion fruit flavour. Okay. Then strawberry and cream flavour. So would have been able to tell (laughs) if I'd muddled them around. But the, uh, the box has a kind of magenta stripe across it with the... Um, strawberries and cream one mm-hmm. and then the only real change is the little pop rock looking things on the top you can actually get the flavor if you just eat the eat them yeah mm, that's what <laughs> possibly what we should have done for the mango and passion fruit because once you bite down on the the bar itself the oaty puff it um yeah it's just overwhelming wheat taste not mm. like eating wheat bix, but 
oh, almost. It's like sugary, syrupy. If if you crunched up wheat bix, I guess, or Nutrigrain, it tastes more like Nutrigrain. Yeah. Yeah. Nutrigrain and sugar. Yeah. But the actual strawberry and cream flavour or the mango passion fruit flavour is getting lost mm. to the bar. Any other highlights or lowlights? No, not really. Sort of thing you'd snack on? I don't really like it as much as a normal A normal LCM. LCM. Thumbs up, thumbs down then? One thumb. One thumb? Okay. Considering it's less than five grams of sugar per bar, it's not too bad. Mm-hmm. 35% oat. So it's probably got the health factor. Like it's 71% carbohydrate per hundred gram. Reasonably low in salt. Hmm. Okay. On that note, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back to check out this week's lolly right after this. Time now on Afternoon Delight for us to take a look at this week's topic, which is the choo-choo bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you come across a choo-choo bar before, Max? Yep. You have. What do you know of the choo-choo bar? It's my pop's favourite lolly. Of all time? Yeah. What's so good about it? Licorice. Yep. And you're a bit of a licorice fan yourself. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So, um, I'll admit, I'd not come across a choo-choo bar in the wild until this show. We did them way, 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 way back. But uh, it's a brittle toffee licorice flavoured sort of thing. Yeah. So it's not technically licorice, but it's licorice flavoured. Yeah. Uh, the Choo Choo Bar was released in Western Australia in the late 1950s and kind of went off the market by the 1980s, which is possibly why I hadn't come across them before. I didn't live in the right generation. Uh, Lagoon Confectionery, a family business from Williamstown, bought the original choo-choo bar recipe and then reissued it, which is why we have them today. So it's based on the original recipe. Um, The 1960s wrapper featured a little red steam train, which was the choo-choo express, being driven by a gollywog, which in these days has fallen out of favour because uh, it's been seen as a depiction of a negative depiction of people with dark coloured skin whereas the original Gollywog appeared in the late 19th century as a, a rag doll toy but Lagoon decided to replace the Gollywog picture with a monkey driving the train instead so I don't know whether that's a step in the right direction or not uh, Choo bars are considered to be a perennial favourite by many generations of Australia. So much so, the ABC used Choo bars as one of the nostalgic items to promote their television program, The Baby Boomers Picture Show. So that's possibly why your pop is uh, a big fan of them. They are considered to be part of Australian folk life. They got a mention in a federal government inquiry at one stage where uh, the Committee of Inquiry into Folklife in Australia, uh, published in 1987, wrote, Over the years, a number of commercial products have impacted the Australian consciousness 
developing their own mythology and lore that would be churlish to deny them status as a part of Australian folklife. These include products such as Vegemite, Goanna oil, and a spectrum of lollies from minties, jaffers, to choo-choo bars. So it's up there as one of those iconic Aussie uh, lollies. Choo-choo bars are used as a specific reference to make a point about Australian food, cultural lifestyle, and can be used to set historical context. So um, if people are trying to set a generational backdrop uh, in uh, confectionery stores and things like that in TV shows or movies, uh, they'll often put a choo-choo bar on the front counter to uh, demonstrate that it's, you know, the Australian milk bar, for example, <laughs> of, uh, of yesteryear. Um, but there you go. Choo-choo bars uh, have several different um, mentions in Australian literature. Uh, the Tin Moon apparently mentions the choo-choo bar, um, written by Stephen Lacey. Pangea Volume 1. <laughs> Pangea being the state of the world before it broke off into all the different continents. I don't know how and where and why it gets a, a mention there. But uh, chujuba, traditionally a, a licorice-flavoured toffee. There is also a raspberry-flavoured um, chujuba, but I couldn't lay my hands on it this time around. I did last time that we did chujus, but uh, this time I've only got the licorice one. Uh, we'll take a quick break here on the show. If you've got any uh, choo-choo bar memories or uh, want to join the conversation, feel free to text in on 0439 329 713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. And we'll be back to go head-to-head with some licorice tasting things right after this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time and afternoon delight for us to go head-to-head with the Choo Choo Bar against some other licorice treats uh, because... As I said, Chucha Bar does come in two different flavours. I could only get my hands on one. Yep. So uh, it makes sense to go licorice versus licorice. Yep. Um, so let's let's bust open this Chucha Bar. Light um, blue packaging, kind of sky blue, with the little red Chucha train there, which uh, we did on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page uh, feature the original Chucha packaging on our... Um, on our page to uh, to show the the change in history, the little caboose no longer has uh, a face. The original one, um, the Choo Choo Express, did, and the cars and stuff like that uh, a lot more modern. They're all first class for some strange reason on the the modern bar. They still have um, an assortment of animals, elephants, cows, and rabbits, but the original was uh, chuffing off, chew chewing all through the the steam so uh, it is a black toffee bar and I have a funny feeling it's going to be hard to snap oh no not too bad not too bad sometimes these toffees are at the hard snap stage this one kind of folded in the middle a bit and then snapped off so uh, we apologize in advance if uh, <laughs> we get halfway through chewing this and um, can't talk all of a sudden <laughs> What do you notice about the uh, the choo choo bar, Max? 
it's like a light grey outside, mm. and then a black centre centre part. Yep. Um, and it's reasonably malleable, actually. You can pull little bits off and mould it <laughs> with your fingers if you wanted to. But um, very strong aniseed taste. Um, do you know what? I'm not sure if it's the other licorice in the studio or this one, but I can actually smell it. That's how, <laughs> that's how strong it is. I have no sense of smell most of the time. Unless licorice it's is a normally strong Pretty strong thing. smell, yeah. Okay. So what are you thinking of the choo-choo bar licorice-flavoured toffee? good it's quite chewy mm-hmm. very strong flavor the it's not a sweet flavor as such but the the toffee adds sweetness to the licorice mm-hmm. kind of melts in your mouth as you go and i took too big a bite of uh, the choo-choo bar uh, so i'm lost for words <laughs> Um, how would you describe the taste? Strong. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's a little bit crumbly mm-hmm. as well. Like, it's very chewy. Um, it kind of sticks to the back of your mouth a little bit as, as you chew it. And then while you chew it, it gets that kind of velvety uh, taste going, or velvety um, texture in your mouth. Mm-hmm as you go but um yeah overall quite pleasant when you um first chew into it it feels like it melts into your mouth yeah yeah and, and the, then as you chew it it gets less and less yeah <laughs> it just disintegrates but um leaves a uh i'm getting the, the aftertaste is left on my tongue as opposed to around the rest mm-hmm. of my mouth so yeah very chewy but uh, quite a pleasant taste, especially if you're a licorice lover. Uh, we've got two different types of licorice to go head-to-head with to see whether or not, like, we knew it was going to be a licorice-tasting thing. It says it on the packet. Uh, so we've got the uh, probably the most well-known licorice product in uh, in Australia, the Daryl Lee licorice. Yeah. Uh, busting open bags of licorice for Mother's Day or Father's Day, perhaps Christmas. Um, it's not the Blend 37, which is the well-known one. This is the Licorice Twist. Yep. So, uh, it's kind of firmer. It it's still like a, rubber. Yeah, it's still a soft-eating eating licorice, but uh, not quite as soft as their most famous blend. I was trying to give it a bit of a toffee texture to go head-to-head with, but uh, what do you think? After eating the Choo Bar, at first, can't really taste it. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it doesn't taste very good. <laughs> this has more of a salty molasses taste to it. Yeah. Don't like that one. <laughs> it's, um, it's not salty like Dutch licorice, which is almost like drinking seawater, but it definitely has a... Strong salt taste. Strong salt taste, yeah. Yeah. I wonder whether we can... Uh, get rid of that salty taste or not with the um, the licorice strap so um in days gone by oh, 
the licorice strap was um, well known on a, a milk bar counter because the uh, the store owner would measure out your licorice, roll it up for you. <laughs> we don't really have that sort of service anymore due to uh, health and safety regulations. But uh, what do you notice about licorice strap? It's like, uh, um, you know the sour straps? Yeah, the yeah. different colours. Yes. Basically like that. Similar to that, yep. One big colour. Always reminds me of um, electrical cord. There's, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you plug stuff into the back of your TV. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the the flat cords. Uh, it's very reminiscent of that because it's got the uh, indentations in it, the long um, bumps. bumps and stuff in it. Okay, how are we going for flavour? Is it... Uh, Comparable to the Choo Choo Bar, any better than the Licorice Twist? Better than the Twist. Doesn't have that salty aftertaste. Mm. It's quite chewy, actually. Mm-hmm. Don't like that one either. Not a fan. <laughs> no. I'll stick to the Choo Choo Bar. Yeah. I think because the Choo Choo Bar is a toffee base, even though you don't taste the sugar, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um. It's, yeah, the, the, both these licorice products, um, this one still, oh grief, per 100 grams, it's 46 grams of sugar in the, the licorice strap. The licorice twist only has 28 grams, so that's where the, the flavour is disappearing to. Choo Choo Bar, does it have, what oh, does? Um, wow, that's why. So it is half sugar. <laughs> per 100 grams of Choo Choo Bar is 54% sugar. So uh, that's why it's a lot sweeter mm -hmm. um, than either the Daryl Lee or the finer um, licorice strap. But flavour-wise, if you're wanting something that's not going to leave a bitter aftertaste in your mouth, like uh, either the licorice strap or the licorice twist, definitely the Choo Choo Bar. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, none of these were very sticky. Yeah. I was thinking because they're all licorice-based, they would have a um, a texture quite gluey. But um, as you said, choo-choo bar melts in your mouth. The licorice twist, whilst it's not sticky, it um, was very, very chewy. And this licorice strap is very rubbery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how are you placing first, second, and third? <laughs> Choo-choo bar first, then say the strap one, then the twist. I think I'm actually agreeing with you on this one. The I'm a big fan of Daryl Lee licorice. But the twist just has that molassesy, salty aftertaste that I don't think I can eat too many <laughs> bits at once. Mm. The um, the blend, I think it's called Blend Thirty Seven, the the soft eating licorice. I could devour a pack of that, which is not good for you <laughs> because uh, it uh, will set things in motion. That's uh, the the qualities of uh, licorice and aniseed that you don't want. But um, it uh, it's it's 
yeah, it's not as salty as the, the licorice twist. But let us know on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Are you a fan of the Choo Choo Bar? Are you a, a licorice fan in general? And uh, we'll post that up as a question on the Facebook page that people can answer. For now, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with a Choo Choo inspired song right after this. It is time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune. Max, what do you pick for us this week? Hey, Soul Sister. Hey, Soul Sister. What has that got to do with the choo-choo bar? Train. <laughs> it's by the band Train. That's right. So uh, this particular uh, tune by um, Train is kind of their, um, oh, no, I don't want to say comeback, but um, it's from their album Save Me San Francisco. And they'd been reasonably quiet in the charts for uh, quite some time before before this was the the next one that that hit the the charts, if that makes sense. So um, they'd had a hit before with uh, "Why Does It Always Rain on Me," um, and uh, what else did they have in there? Um, no, what's it called? Drops of Jupiter. That's that's the song I'm thinking of. Not "Why Does It Always Rain on Me." That's the lyrics. They had. Other songs like Something More, Save Me San Francisco, and uh, this particular one uh, was written by lead singer Pat Monaghan and Espen Lind, and it reached number three on the Billboard Hot 100 and is their highest charting song to date. There you go. So here it is. This is Train with Hey Soul Sister. That is our sweetest tune this week on Afternoon Delight, Train with Hey Soul Sister. Apparently inspired because uh, one of the members of the band wanted to write an inaccessy sort of song. Does that sound like inaccess to you? Don't know. Nah, it's got a few vibes, I guess. But uh, that was apparently the inspiration behind it. They wanted an inaccess style song and uh, that's what they came up with. Uh, jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, you can start voting for our head-to-head um, licorice-flavoured toffee in the choo-choo bar, licorice twist or licorice strap. Uh, all the details are on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Uh, having a look back last week, we were looking at uh, L&P and other lemony beverages. Um, <laughs> quite a few people voting for uh, L&P. There you go. Uh, Megan, your mum, was uh, straight onto it, <laughs> Max, as soon as it went up. Uh, L&P for the win, but uh, Heather was also in agreement with that one. A couple of others there. Strangely, no one going for, uh, you know, solo, lift, deep spring. They were all on the L&P train. <laughs> um, also, we had uh, info up there last week about uh, the Red Frogs, um, who are an organisation looking after kids, when it comes to uh, partying hard <laughs> during the end of exam period. So uh, jump on redfrogs.com.au for more information about that. We'll take a quick break. We will be back right after this to share a recipe. 
something up with me. It is time and afternoon delight for us to share a recipe. Max, what are you cooking up this week? Choo-choo bar fudge. Okie dokie, what do we need? 450 grams of caster sugar, 350 grams of glucose syrup, 395 gram tin of condensed milk, 100 grams of butter, 4 tablespoons of ground aniseed, black food colouring, or whatever colour you really want it to be. If you wanted that traditional licorice look, best to go with black, yep. Yep. (laughs) 23 centimetre um, square cake tin. Line the cake tin with parchment paper. Place the sugar, glucose syrup, condensed milk, butter and ground aniseed in a saucepan and cook on medium heat, stirring until the sugar dissolves and the butter melts. Bring to the boil over high heat, then reduce the heat to low and simmer gently for 30 to 40 minutes, stirring frequently to avoid sticking until a sugar thermometer dipped into the mixture reads 115 degrees Celsius. Immediately remove from the heat and stir in enough food colouring. Work and quickly carefully pour the mixture into the prepared tin, swirling the tin around to spread the mixture evenly. Leave it in a cool place for a couple of hours or until cool and set. Move from the tin and peel off the paper. Cut the slab of toffee into 64 pieces with a sharp knife and then cut each piece in half again to give 128 pieces in total. Layer the licorice toffees spaced apart between sheets of parchment paper to prevent them from sticking together or wrap each in toffee individually in a small piece of parchment paper and done then yeah they can be kept in an airtight container for storage uh-huh. so uh, a lot of uh, sugary goodness methinks yeah <laughs> easy enough to do it is a uh, hot hot recipe so make sure that uh you are supervised if you happen to be uh, under the age of influence. But uh, uh, we'll stick a copy of that recipe up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page if you'd like to give it a go yourself. We are almost out of time, so let's take our final break and we will return to unwrap this week's Kinder Surprise. It is time and afternoon delight for us to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. 
And Max has got the chocolate off. He's down to the capsule. What have we got there, Max? It's an animal. Some description. Um, I don't know what. Oh, okay. So it's grey. It's got a uh, kind of not a bushy tail as such. Um, could be like a, an otter, perhaps, or. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what that face is. <laughs> uh, so Max is putting... Um, not a meek. No, not a meerkat. Is it an echidna? Uh, could be. It's got a snout. And it's kind of curled... Oh, is it a pangolin? <gasps> I think it's a pangolin. This, this could be awesome. Do you know what a pangolin is? Don't. Think so. So, um, I have very limited knowledge, so Google's going to help me out here. But uh, pangolin are a very um, uh, endangered species, I believe. So, does it look like it's got um, kind of spiky? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think that's a pangolin. So, pangolin are often mistaken as reptiles, but they're not. They're just scaly-skinned mammals. They have a similar um, diet to echidnas. Oh, this is so cool. So it's it, the little toy version of it can do exactly what the real pangolin does, which is curls up into a ball, uh, like a spiky ball. So if you think of an anteater um, or an echidna, they're, they're well known for their defensive mechanism of curling up into a ball and their spikes are, um, you know, protecting them. Yeah. The pangolin, it's got the weirdest walk because it walks on two feet <laughs> and it looks like an old man <laughs> when it's walking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's got these scales on its back that, uh, yeah, when it folds up into a ball... Um, become like a hard shell almost, like a tortoise, <laughs> which is pretty cool. So I think that's what this is, um, or a very close representation to it. They do have a long tail, but the pangolin's tail is also scaly. This one looks a bit too furry. Were there any um, pictures or anything in the um, Kinder Surprise to give us a clue as to what sort of creature this thing is meant to represent? Um... Because it can curl up in a ball. It's, hedgehogs don't have a long tail. Oh, gosh. Okay, so it says it's native to um, South America. So it's... Uh, I don't know. Pangolins can be found in South America, but not where these ones on the map are shown from the Kinder Surprise. Dang. <laughs> Don't know if it's a pangolin or not. Um, we might post that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, see if anyone knows what the heck it is, because uh, I'm very intrigued. We'll stick that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, see what people think, um, whether they can uh, identify it or not. But that is it for another week here on Afternoon Delight. As always... If you've got any suggestions for what you'd like to hear on the show, uh, feel free to email lolly 
at ocrfm.org.au or you can jump on our Facebook page and send us a message that way. Uh, stick around for Australian Music is Bloody Great and all things going well. We'll catch you next week from three to do it all again. Yeah. Bye-bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night when everything's a little clearer in the light of day? Always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight Afternoon delight